How do you defeat a blue fire dragon? Stand around in a circle and put your wand into the ground. It was very interesting that the one way they could defeat the blue dragon that Grindelwald sent after them was by standing in a circle, working together as a team, combining all their powers, defeating it together. It it reminded me that we are stronger together. We can defeat far greater things than we can on our own when we work as a team. And I feel like we sometimes forget how strong we can be if we have the right people with us. And you know this, because you know that doing things alone is harder than doing things together with others. It just is. And sometimes it's nice to do it alone. But sometimes you think doing it alone is the better idea. It's the better option. Even though it isn't. It's quite funny that way, isn't it? That we think that we should do things alone when we're actually just scared to ask for help sometimes. Even though that when we ask for help, everybody's like, yes, of course. Like, why are you even uh, uh, Why are you even wondering what you should ask? Of course you should ask. Of course I'll help you. So... <sighs> okay. So I watched... Um, Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grindelwald again. And, or again, I, I think I watched it for the first time. I am honestly not entirely sure, because there were two scenes that I think, or at least one that I think I saw before. No, two. It was the one where the drapes go around the buildings, Grindelwald calling for his followers, and the one with the, in like the auditorium, with all the people standing there and everybody shooting up into the sky, leaving the conversation, uh, like leaving after the, after the speech, and, and I, I was thinking to myself, I was like, do I know, this movie? Have I seen this film before? I'm still unsure. I think I have, but you know how you recognize certain scenes, but you don't remember the story. So you watch it and you're like. Hmm, I could notice. I could also not notice. So let me just guess for I don't know everything. So let me just watch it. <laughs> That's basically what I did. Also, this was one of the movies I downloaded before the Wi-Fi went down in our, in our place. And it has been down all weekend, which is not very beneficial if you want to study or work. Um, it's very annoying, actually. So... Yeah, it's been a it's been a thing. It's been a weekend. You know, one of those weekends where you you look at the end of the weekend, you look at it, and you're like, it has been a weekend. But so, <laughs> yeah. So this movie, so nude, played by Eddie, is just this amazing character. I I love the way he plays the character. It's such a it's it's a it's a beautiful character. Because he is, even though he doesn't know how to say things half the time, and he's awkward and and just plain funny, and even though he doesn't try to be half the time, he he's an honest guy, you know. He he does what he thinks is right. He looks at every situation separately and takes all the factors into account that he he 
can and that he thinks he needs to do and then he does what he thinks is right and it's 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 very admirable first of all and it's so interesting to see what the conclusions are then that he makes right because with so many situations he first thinks one thing he does that he follows through on his decision and then he sees another path and he thinks that it's better so he takes that path and he doesn't really well of course he lets people influence him he lets Dumbledore influence him but he does it in such a way that he still makes sure that it is the right decision for him even though that is what Dumbledore wants he's like well but is it the right decision you know he's not just not just doing it because he thinks he should he's doing it because he also believes it's right next to that he thinks he sh- probably should do it it's 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 a balancing act i guess it's just like all the things in life are these days it's one massive balancing act but yeah it's i don't know it's interesting um also with the the whole lita um nudes his brother and then tina the whole situation where the newspaper got it wrong which is so freaking awkward i mean can you imagine the newspaper saying that you were engaged to the girlfriend of your bo- uh, brother how awkward is that and then you look at the newspaper and you're like well this is wrong and you're like how am i gonna talk about this with my brother like what is this situation gonna be like and but then what happens to Lita? I mean, oh my god, my heart, it just kind of broke, <laughs> you know? It made me very sad because I was like, no, I liked her because she 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 was living with this grief, right? This pain, and you could, you could see it in her because smiling was hard for her. And so the woman who played the character is phenomenal at it because she played the character in such a way that you understood... Even if she didn't say it, you understood that smiling and being happy was hard for her. And yet, she found the brother of Newt, this love, uh, or or her her love, and and even though she doesn't know how to be happy or how to make herself happy, she can love and be happy and make him happy and. And I think it's very admirable that through all the pain she went through, she found someone to love and who loves her and that they made each other happy and they looked out for each other. I think it's because it's hard. Living with guilt, regrets is hard. Please think about this in your life. Regret is the worst feeling to carry around. So please be just... I I don't know if I should say be careful, but think about things and think them through for you. Don't 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 think them. Don't don't make decisions based on things for other people only. Of course, think about other people, but when you make decisions, think about what did that implies to you. Think about how you feel about it. How what your gut says, because your gut is a good guideline most of the time it will tell you it will tell you a lot it will teach you a lot it's not always right but like 95% of the time your gut has a good idea and 
And don't just push that away because you think you have to do something or you have to say yes or you have to do it for somebody else. It's like, no, 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 no. Please think about it for yourself. Like, really think about it. Because regret... Unless you have a chance to make it right, regret will be there the rest of your life. And it is not a pretty thing. It is not a nice feeling. And it just hits you at certain moments during your life. And it 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 eats at you. And it ate at her. And and I I get what she did. She chose a side when she was taking Grindelwald's hand. He walked and she didn't. She chose a side because she did what she believed was right. And even though it cost her, I think she would have done the same thing again and again. To save those she loved, to save or to do the thing she felt was right. Even if there might have been a better way, I don't know that for sure. But she did what she believed was right. And she can live. This is the thing. If you do what you believe is right. You can figure out how to live. Or how to deal with the consequences of that decision. And I think that that is very important. And something we forget oftentimes. Is that decisions have consequences. And every decision you make. You have to live with the consequences of the decision. And throughout this movie you see that. Right? You see Newt saying no to the ministry. You see Newt saying yes, even though he first didn't want to because he didn't want to get involved. But he says yes to Dumbledore sending him to Paris. All these different steps are, here is a decision. You can do it or you cannot do it. And doing nothing is a decision in itself. If you do not do anything... You're making the decision to do nothing. It is a decision that d- when you have, a f- you, when you can do two things and you do nothing, you make the decision to not do those two things. It is not like you're not making a decision. You're always making a decision. And the thing about decisions is that you have to figure out whether or not you can live with the consequences of the path you choose. And if you can, if you think that this decision is right and you can live with the consequences, and then you gotta you got to be honest with yourself. What is the worst case scenario if I make this decision? And sure, best case scenarios are important too, of course. But what is the worst case scenario and how can I fix that? How can I deal with all the things that could come with that? And how can I prepare myself for that? Because... Look at the worst case scenario. Don't scare away from it because it might happen. And that's not to scare you. That's to give you a reality check. And then, okay, is it worth that? And when the decision is right, you'll say yes. Even in the worst case scenario, it is worth it. You go after it. And I hope you think about that. Because... We make decisions sometimes without thinking them through and it backfires in the end. And that is a shame, you know. It's a shame when when decisions backfire. And and when you make the right decision, it feels right. Even though it 
might suck even though the outcome of that might hurt and harm or not harm might hurt but like Lita you know offering herself to save her love and his brother she made that decision out of love and because for her it was the right thing to do and And I think that that is heroic. I wouldn't say that you should run into something and get yourself killed. But I would say that looking out for those you love and taking care of those that care about you is a highly admirable thing. And I do think that sacrifice does show how much you care about people. Now, I wish she hadn't done it. I wish she had chosen a different path, seen a different way out, and lived. But I get it. I do understand. And I think that that is important, that we we try to understand why people make the decisions they do, even though we don't always agree with them. Yeah. So, and then there is Queenie and Jacob, and, (sighs) oh, poor Jacob, he's had a tough time, (laughs) and he is a, he's a funny guy, but he is also just, you know, a, a guy who genuinely loves this woman, and this woman can't seem to understand that marriage he doesn't need to get married to live in love uh, and love her for the rest of his life. And I don't know why she is so attached to this whole marriage thing. But because she doesn't have to get married to love and live to love with him and live with him for the rest of her existence for the rest of his life. I don't understand. I don't know why I mean, maybe she was scared that he wouldn't want to, but he does. And she didn't hear him out. And and she, I mean, I don't understand why it wasn't enough for her. And I, I do wonder about this. Why wasn't it enough for her that he loved her and he just wanted to keep her safe? Because that's what he was doing. By saying no to marrying her, he was just keeping her safe. They could throw her in jail for that, for marrying him. He was just keeping her safe. It's like, like that was a good decision. It was a smart thing to do. Why would you throw that away by following Grindelwald if he doesn't? I, I, I didn't. I don't understand. I'm like Queenie. I get that the message from Grindelwald sounds great. I do. I understand, but. The way he posted the message, I understand why it was appealing to people. I get it. Because, or to wizards. Because the the way he said it, he wasn't, like he hated humans. Because he would have got, like if he said that, he would have lost Queenie right away. Because she freaking loves this human. So that's not never going to work. But he did say that humans and wizards were different. And that 
those who have magic were chosen and are special. And so he does say that they are above humans. He just doesn't say it directly like that. And so his message is very appealing. And he is a smart, smart man. And and when the one um, guy from the ministry kills the woman in the audience that is when Grindelwald takes the opportunity to tell everybody that they are not the bad guy but that the ministry is and that is a smart move I cannot say that he is a stupid man he is not he is a very smart man he knows human behavior he knows psychology he understands these people he knows what they want what they're what they're you know what they want in their life what they're aiming for he understands them and i think it's very important to keep that in mind it's like guys it's not that it's first of all it's not simple but next to that it's like guys Please think about this. Please think about the fact that th- that th- this man is very persuasive because because people believe in and and because people believe him, he has a point somewhere. So find that point. And the ministry is is behaving so rash and so harsh that it it doesn't it doesn't come through. It doesn't work on these people because it's like well. We don't agree with the ministry. We we disagree with their methods, the way they do it. It's not right. And and Grindelwald proves that there is a better way. He tells them there is a better way. Even though Grindelwald's way won't turn out well. Because it will be a dictatorship if he wins. But the way he does it... I mean... It is very impressive. So, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It 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 fascinates me, right? It fascinates me how people that speak and that that can do public speaking in a certain way can mesmerize people into these beliefs and these these ideas that are not necessarily good for people, but or good for the greater good. But these people, they will follow them because. There is something in this speak like you you follow an idea, yes, but you follow the leader that has the vision, you follow that vision, and you can see it in Grindelwald that even though the vision is not that great for everybody he is he is captivating with his vision, and they will follow him for that vision, and I think that that's very important to remember that that it is not always simple you know you can't blame these people all the time you don't know their stories you don't know their histories you don't know why they dislike the ministry so much why they dislike or why they want to be better than humans you don't understand their whole story and that doesn't say that they should harm or do wrong but and that they have the right to do that they don't but it does make you question like where does that come from how did that happen how did where did that start it, it's very interesting to me. So, on a different note, 
Newt and Tina. I love the situation where he is like, oh, what did he say? He is like, I'm not happy. And then like, because it's a whole speech before it. And then, or engaged. And I was like, nice one, nice one. That's how you fixed it. <laughs> because he was like moving around it all the time. And I was like, oh my God, Newt, please, please, please fix the situation for yourself because you're making a mess of it. And then finally he says, like, or engaged. And I was like, oh, thank goodness. Thank you. Thank you. So that was very nice. Yeah. I don't know. This whole movie, I, I've i never... Okay, I, uh, I'm going to tell you this. I was too old for Harry Potter when I found it. And that is just the truth. I was 17 when I read the first book. And I didn't like reading about this boy who was, like, 12, who had thoughts that I was like, ugh, really? And so I never read the other books. I'm sorry for all the Harry Potter fans out there. I never read the other books. I watched all the movies once. And I mean, they were great movies, but I never really got into it. Because I kind of, I started, I, I read them when I was too old for it. And I do believe that that is a thing when it comes to Harry Potter. Because the book, the first one at least, was written for 12 year old and I was 17 and like I read that like the way that book was written I would read it when I was 8 and I was like well if I had been 8 when I read it then I would have been fine but I was 16 17 and I was like well I don't like reading this so I didn't I was um like I was not the Harry Potter I was not of the Harry Potter group I was um Hunger Games Divergence um twilight that was like my life <laughs> that was my life <laughs> but um yeah so i never really got into it i watched all the movies because i was like well i have to have seen them even though i don't read the books i have to have seen the movies and but i and and the movies are great like don't get me wrong the movies are awesome but i do think i resonate more with newt than i ever did with harry and that is very interesting to me. And I think there is a second movie. It's already made or it's coming out sometime soon. Um, that like comes after this one. And I'm really looking forward to it. Because I I am really into this story. Uh, Voldemort fascinates me. The, 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 the connection between Voldemort and Dumbledore. The, the oath not to fight each other fascinates me. The the Dumbledore name, oh my goodness, are you kidding me? <laughs> I'm fascinated by all this, and I want to know more, and I'm looking forward to the next movie. Um, but that is it for now. Have a good night.